grace and peace this day from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It is uh, the day in which we remember the baptism of Jesus, and you have the account from Matthew, the third chapter today, about how John the Baptist had baptized Jesus. I think it's befitting of us in this new year to remember the source of our faith and how God comes to us in the sacrament of holy baptism. As we begin again fresh, not knowing where the Lord will lead us in our faith community this year, we step out in faith in the waters of our baptism, trusting that God is truly present and is leading us. Because you see, on the day of baptism, when one is baptized, it's not a magic charm or an insurance policy to get into heaven. When one is baptized, properly understood, one is admitted, what have you, maybe admitted is not the right word there, but one becomes a part of the body of Christ, a body of Christ in which there is one body around the globe, around the earth, around the world, and so on the day of baptism, there's an air of excitement. The parents of the babies are frequently nervous that their child will squirm or will cry out. The godparents are proud to have been asked to be baptismal sponsors and perhaps there are beaming grandparents proud from the second or third pew as they take pictures of a baby. Or perhaps baptism can also be different. It doesn't matter your age, you see. There is no requirement of age to be baptized. But what is important is the elements, water and God's word. Important words are said on behalf of people at the baptism. Do you promise to fulfill these obligations? We do. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father, Almighty Creator of heaven and earth. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then there are these words. We welcome you into the Lord's family. Those are significant actions of baptism. Splashing of water, the sign of the cross, the lighting of a candle. And no matter how many baptisms are celebrated, each one is a special occasion. It is a communal event, but paradoxically, it is also a very personal time. As important as baptism is, and as important as Jesus says is, you would think that baptism would have been a rich and a religious ceremony, but that's not what happens in Matthew's gospel. No mention about words or said or promises. No mention about a sponsor. No sign of the cross for Jesus' baptism. There wasn't even a nice baptismal candle. There was only a vision and a voice. Then there was the appearance of a dove. And then the voice says, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. And with that, when all is said and done, that dove and the voice tell the real story of what baptism is about. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and God's spirit descended on him like a dove. The only time in the entire Bible that God's spirit is identified with the dove is at the baptism of Jesus. Yet for 2,000 years, this descending dove is at the baptism Jesus, it's an 
identified marker most commonly used as a symbol of God's Holy Spirit. Our baptismal liturgy does not call for the releasing of doves at a baptism. Maybe it should. But what is important is that God's Spirit is equally present as in and through the faith community. Parents, sponsors, and a child gather around the font. It's far more than a nice religious rite we conduct for our children. It's an occasion when God's Spirit is right among us. And so we call it a sacrament. Luther described the sacrament as a visible sign of God's invisible grace and love. Whether it's a baby who is presented at the font by parents and sponsors, or whether it is an adult, an older adult who is presenting themselves to be baptized, it doesn't matter because it's always about God. God in the middle of the people gathered together. How do I know? Because God has promised to be here, just like God was present at Jesus' baptism. Listen again to the words, You are my son. You are my daughter. With you I am well pleased. It's in our baptism that God gives us all that we need and nothing more. There isn't any money or fame or fortune in being baptized. It's not about you and me anyway. We are simply named beloved. God is saying that God accepts us just the way we are. At a time when a small, helpless, crying someone as an infant has no power or ability in their own life, God accepts us just as we are. At a time when we can't even utter God's name, In a time when we don't even know any theology about what God is or who God is, what's more, God tells us that once the waters of baptism have flowed over our heads, it's good for life. What magnificent graciousness for God to make such a promise to us. Right before we even had the chance to mess things up. Because we all do. Eventually, we all mess up. That's part of what it means to learn in life, is to make mistakes. Unfortunately, baptism is also where Christians get in quibbles with each other over who can be baptized and how to do it and so on and so forth. Some say you have to be old enough to understand what's being done before you can truly be baptized. Others say that you cannot make a promise unless you stay on the straight and narrow. Baptism isn't a magic spell. It's not a death insurance that gets us into heaven after we die, that we take out on our children. Because baptism, as we confess, is about life, not death. Because baptism is the entry point into the life of Jesus, whose scripture says it is by his death we have life. Baptism is life. It's not something we do. It's something God does. It's something that God has done, is doing, and something that God will continue to do. It's about living our life as Christ would live, whether we're baptized as an infant or a child, not because we're afraid a child will die. We baptize them because we want them to live in the company of God's people, where they will grow in love, faith, 
and obedience to the will of God. In baptism, we promise to reject sin, sin and evil with our own being, and the evil that surrounds all of us with the love of God. This morning, we remembered our baptism there at the font. We remembered our baptismal vows, many of which, uh, if you were baptized as an infant, you do not remember. And we continue to follow Christ wherever our life may lead, no matter what age or where or location or even denomination. We celebrate that that same voice of Jesus' baptism is the same voice that was present regardless of where you were baptized. So let us always remember the words and actions which are part of this day to remember. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon this person, the spirit of wisdom and counsel, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the, spirits of, the spirit of joy in God's presence. Remember the sign of cross made upon your forehead with the words, Child of God, today you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen.